0: This is an ABC podcast. Jonathan, last ball of the semi-final. Slots wave out into the deep. Oh, and a wow. coach has taken the heat win. She's gone. Yeah. There it is. They were nervy to start with Australia, but they've settled very, very quickly. Yeah. You're listening to Ladies Who Legs Hi everyone, this is Britt from Ladies Who Legspin. I'm flying solo for this mini bonus episode and still in the UK and lucky enough to be watching a lot of the sport live here during the day. I feel sorry for you back home having to stay up so late. England have just beaten New Zealand in the Men's World Cup final at Lords in a super over with an unbelievable performance by Ben Stokes and Jofra Archer. The Wimbledon Men's final was happening at the same time where Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer played an insane match, Djokovic finally coming away with the win and if you've listened to our most recent podcast you'll know I'm currently in Liverpool working on the Netball World Cup where the Aussies and English Roses team are both undefeated so far so England have been really spoiled already with the sport this summer anyway, you're hearing from me on this bonus episode because we've been able to record so many interviews over here. We haven't been able to fit them all into the episodes. So this is a little treat for all you cricket nuffies while we're waiting for the women's ashes test to begin in Taunton on Thursday. This was an interview I did with Nafisa Khatib in Leicester, a proud Muslim woman and a mother of two who is originally from Pakistan. She's been working really hard with the Leicester County Cricket Club and within the school community to teach the game to young South Asian women and girls there. So Nafisa welcomed me into her home one afternoon between the first two ODIs. I hope you enjoy hearing about her story in the Leicester cricket community. Here it is. Leicester has a pretty multicultural society, and so we thought we'd highlight that part of its identity on this show. Nafisa Khatib is a proud Muslim woman and a mother of two, and has been working hard to encourage South Asian women to participate in cricket. Thank you for chatting with us, Nafisa. Thank you.
1: So tell us how this all began. You moved to the UK at 16, 17 years old? I did. I was 16 years old. I came here and then I got married, so I never went back home apart from visiting. Um Since then, I started working in retail, and then from there, just moved on from one job to another after having children, which was fourteen years ago, I decided to have a complete career change so left banking at that time and went into schools and teaching um and I think' it was about five years ago i was um I was inspired by things that Amna did, you know, and lots of other ladies in um l c c as well so um it was a thing that I just started as an activator which is something activator is like a bit of assistant as a cricket, you know, somebody who just does something a little bit from there onwards. And then I went on to coaching. I did volunteering for a few years. Then I went to become a coach. That was last year I completed. And I've been running coach um, cricket sessions for girls 8 to 14 years old since for the last three years. Until I qualified last year, it was just assisting it and supporting it. But for the last, um, since April last year, I've been running the sessions myself with another assistant as well now.
0: And you loved cricket before you came to the
1: UK. I did, but there was no opportunity in Pakistan in them days. I think there is now. They have got. I have met ladies in Loughborough University when we've gone for conferences. They've actually come from Pakistan. To become coaches and do a degree in things like this, but at that time there was nothing for cricket, nothing for ladies at all. So when I came in, I saw this opportunity, and I thought, okay, obviously over the last ten years in the UK, there's been a big push about sports women. You know, it did exist even here, but it wasn't heavily promoted. So we had this project that started off with it was called This Girl Can, and that promotes ladies just females like you know where whether you regardless of your race culture disability you can do it and that's what inspired me to start all of this off but at that time I was interested in cricket but I would have never thought of actually even playing let alone coaching it.
0: (laughs) I read somewhere that you were we used to borrow a TV on weekends and that's how you would watch the game and you used to think where are all the women yeah. and that's how your interest in the game started.
1: Yeah so we, we come from a family obviously we did not own a TV at that time so from Thursday till Friday evening that was our weekend in them days now it's Saturday, Sunday so at that time our dad would bring a TV from borrow it from somewhere or sometimes you would hire it from a shop um, and then we would have things like we'd watch boxing you know and my, my father never stopped us watching any of those things so we all watched it as. Siblings, we've got two brothers and three sisters. Mom and Dad, we all watch these things. And at that time, I always wondered in all these sports, like hockey, obviously is our national game there. Hockey, cricket, and boxing—that's what I think most of the Asians are into. And you don't see any women there, and I just wondered why is it? Is it because um, they they're not allowed to be in in these sports, or is it something they just don't want to? And it just makes you feel like you don't want to say anything because you might be one of those one thinking, oh, God, there we go again. But my, I never discussed it with my parents, but our, our parents did be as siblings. We all played things together, and one of them was a cricket thing. So you mentioned, I think it was 8 to 12-year-olds, 8 to 14-year-olds to
0: your clinics. What do you hope by doing them that they'll sort of be encouraged
1: to take up the sport is that why you do them i think it's more of a thing like that for them to understand that it doesn't matter where you've come from so in the sense like i wear a scarf some some of the girls that come to the session they've got scarves on so then they feel like because they've got a scarf on they feel like they can't play a sport that's really active so just just a little bit of hope that you know one of them or probably all of them will feel like okay I haven't got, sometimes it's to do with the cultural needs, sometimes it's there because they haven't got opportunities. There are times that they, some of the girls can't get there because the dads are working, mums don't drive, or sometimes it's to do with the language barrier as well. So by me being there, I'm hoping that most of them, or at least some of them, take up the fact that you can attend these sessions. There aren't any barriers and anything, where there's a language barrier, cultural or whether it's financial barrier, it makes it easier for them to attend and hopefully they can take it on further. And I know some of the girls, they used to come to our club. They've, they're 15, 16 now. They've actually ended up in school um, teams. So from primary school, they've gone to high school and they're continuing with it. And it's really nice to see and just the skills they've developed. You know, just by coming, they come twice it's twice a week. Once is Saturday where they come by themselves without the parents. And on Tuesday, we've got other things going on where the parents can, the mums can come with them as well.
0: You've got a daughter. Did that sort of help inspire you to get involved with all this?
1: Yeah. Um, I yeah, I started more since I've had my daughter, and she's really, really sporty. She's she does cross country. She plays. She's in a cricket team team now, and she's into hockey team. And she's just pray, um, been to school games last week in um, for tri golf as well. Yeah. Um, so things like that by me doing all of these sessions that inspires her in a way that by for her to know that I can try everything. So she's trying different different things, and she's trying to find her feet. She's good at all of them actually. Um, I don't know about swimming we're still trying <laughs> so it's still a little bit there but yeah she's trying most of the things and she's really really good at it and I keep saying to her do it as much as you can and hence the reason um, apart from working and coaching I try to make sure that my kids have got enough time with me as well when they want to go to certain things like the school games last week I had to finish work and go and pick her up and give lifts to other children as well but
0: yeah you told me before that you haven't quite ticked off the goal of riding a bike yet have you taught
1: yourself to swim? No, that's another thing to do. I have been to swimming lessons two years ago, and I passed my level one. But I think from young, again, because we never went swimming when we were little, so it's just a fear of water. But my kids keep saying, come on, mummy. So this summer is things to do, so there's a riding a bike and swimming.
0: Now, obviously, the Women's Ashes is being played in Leicester at the moment. We've got two games here. What do you think... It does for the young girls that you're coaching and in the community to see, you know, the best of Australia and England competing in
1: your community. I think it gives them that motivation to say they're still young. They've got all of their life ahead of them, and for to see all these ladies playing and these girls have an opportunity to get tickets as well. Obviously, they can attend these games and then just look at all these ladies and think where they could end up. So they have got potential and they have got opportunities by having all of these street sessions as well. And then they can get there as well. It gives them inspiration and it gives them hope as well. A little bit of motivation, obviously, which doesn't harm them. And by us offering all sorts of things, if you can't get there, we'll give you a lift. If you are coming there for the whole day, we'll provide you lunch, you know anything, anything that we can think of is a barrier. If there's a language barrier, there are different coaches that speak different languages. We even say to them, okay, you might have a sibling that's younger than eight years old, bring them along, we'll look after them with you.
0: Why do you think cricket is a sport that is good for this space? Is it just because you're passionate about cricket or is it, you know,
1: the sport that lends itself to inspiring women now? I think for me, it's the cricket, again, from Pakistan, India or Bangladesh or Australia, any of these uh, countries. I think cricket's really, really big in these countries. So for me, it's that. Um, my son and my husband they're into football so it's all day long we've just got football football I attend all of the football matches I support Liverpool so we go to most of their games if they're on the weekends or school holidays so it's a bit of both but I think in the cricket for me it's just because where I've come from and then that just gives me that motivation to keep going and if I can help even one person in a year that's something for me.
0: Lastly, Nafisa, we're really trying to capture the heart of each city that we go to. What do you love about Leicester? It's your home
1: now. Uh, Why is it special to you? Um, We moved to Leicester 10 years ago. So we were in East London for all these years. Moving to Leicester was because it's really, really diverse and different cultures, different backgrounds. You've got so many different people, you know, multicultural really, and um, by Leicester being multicultural you've got so many different opportunities you can offer or you can have yourself I can't see myself doing this in if I was in London because I wouldn't know where to go or where to start from um, so I would have never heard about all of these things apart from telly. And if I didn't watch telly at that time, I wouldn't have known anything. And that's the same reason why my kids are into—they're into sports, um, different—not just sports. They're into different things. My son's into kickboxing. He goes to football three times a week. They love swimming. They like going on camping trips and things like that as well. So I think with Leicester it gives you these opportunities by being multicultural.
0: Well, Nafisa, thank you so much for chatting with us and letting us into your beautiful home. It's been lovely chatting with you. Thank you for coming. That was Nafisa Katib who's been working hard in Leicester, the location of the first two ODIs, this Women's Ashes series. I hope you enjoyed our chat and you'll hear from us on this feed next at the end of the women's test in Taunton. Don't forget... Australia already lead the series 6-0 after clean sweeping all three ODIs. So keep an eye on your podcast feeds early next week. And until then, you've been listening to Ladies Who Legspin.